What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the Safe Continue Podcast. I believe episode 108. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, my name is Tommy Shelby. With me as always, Mr. Ryan Robinson. Hello. And back from her crusade, Shanae Howard. Hey. A lot of people missed you, Shanae. Yeah. Well, not a lot, but a few people missed you. Yeah. That's nice. Um, how do you start this? Oh, yeah. You can find us on iTunes, yeah. YouTube, uh, Stitcher. Yeah, you're doing great. Tom. You know, Android stuff. Mm-hmm. You can find us all over the place. Just type in Save Continue Podcast into your preferred podcast provider. We're most likely there. Yeah. Uh, this week, I guess we'll start off with trivia, okay. as, as we do. Okay. Uh, so, I don't know how well this will go. So, at first, I was going to make you guys guess the exact number, but I was like, you're not going to get it. If, if you do, it's just going to be off of luck. So, let's say whoever gets closest to this number wins. Oh, yay. Okay. I might have a chance. How are we, many? Are we, are we doing prices right rules? Or is closer in general? Just closer in general. Okay. The saboteur. Right. No. <laughs> um, oh my God. <laughs> how many total games, not just released in the US, but released worldwide, how many total titles were released for the Nintendo Virtual Boy? Nintendo Virtual Boy? Yeah. Worldwide. I'll tell you this it's not a lot. Okay. 40. Since you're saying not a lot, 26. Shanae wins. Yeah. The answer is 22. Oh, nice. Yeah. And a tremendous amount of those weren't even released in the States. So yeah, 22 total games on a console. I played. Isn't that nuts? I played uh, what I believe was Mario Tennis. Mm -hmm. There is a Mario Tennis. And also what I believe to be some kind of boxing game. Cool. I've never played the thing. Hmm. It, you're not missing anything. Oh, I'm so excited. I won. Yeah. yeah. So, Sinead gets the opportunity to use Can I Finish in case anyone interrupts her. Uh, she also gets the chance to promote whatever she wants, game-related or not, at the end of the show. Plug it up. Uh, let's get it started. Do you guys want to do what you've been playing or no? Uh, I I mean, of. one of yours is going to fall into the conversation. Yeah. but Okay. Okay. Well. Uh, Fuck it. Ryan, what have you been playing? Okay. So, cool. Thanks. All right. I've been playing... Some oldies and some kind of uh, some new ones too. So I, because I just got my computer, I've been playing some games that I missed out on. Mm. I started recently playing Heroes of the Storm. Oh, oh yeah, nice. and I Asmodan. Ha- yeah, basketball Asmodan. Trying to look. Here's the thing: is you can earn heroes by playing that. As I did this morning, I played one match. Boom, two heroes are mine because I opened a loot box. So that was pretty rad. But Tom and I. Uh, Tom was here when I first installed that game. Well, yeah, he was here because we were at his house when it happened. Mm. Uh, and we were looking through the we were looking through the skins for all the heroes. We saw Asmodan from Diablo three, mm-hmm. and one of his skins was he was wearing a basketball uniform and with, with lots of sweatbands, with lots of sweatbands because he's got a lot of limbs. And the skin variant is called Asmodunk. Ooh. And it costs a lot of the premium currency to get him. We don't even know if Asmodan's any good in that game. We don't. But, but we want him. But like that kind of informed whether or not I was going to stick with that game. <laughs> was uh, Well, that's not true. But uh, I mean, it is a fun game. Um, I've never... It's, fu- it's cool because I've never been into MOBAs. There hasn't been a MOBA that I could play and been like, I'm having a good time. 
right now. And there hasn't been a MOBA where after I played it, I was like, I'd like to play a little bit more of that later on. Well, we've talked about how welcoming Blizzard games are to yeah. new- newcomers. Yeah. Yep. And uh, that tutorial was uh, was entertaining yet informative, and um, I don't feel like I'm contributing very much, and I don't fully understand how the game works. But You're I have a great time. I'm having a pretty good time. So so far that I'm playing that. Also, Shanae, check this out, man. All right, checking it out. Ruiner. Yes. Ooh. Yes. It's like I've heard people describe it as Blade Runner meets Hotline Miami. Uh, I've only seen the first 15 minutes of Blade Runner, so I can't attest to that. <laughs> but uh, but you expressed interest last night. You saw it in my collection. Yeah, like, hey, Tom, sure. can we watch that? Let's go ahead and take a look. That's no. the director's cut, right? I don't remember if I had the director's cut or the final cut. Yeah. But all three versions of that movie are great. Yeah, so uh, looking forward to watching that. But yeah, Ruiner is uh, a game that I've been having a lot of fun with. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Ruiner is this uh, it's a cyberpunk uh, isometric action game. Twenty-six year. Uh, basic premise of the game is that you're this cyborg killer man, and you're basically. Oh, I thought you were the fellow from Watch Dogs too. That would be really cool, but you're not. Uh, they got the same head though. Uh, yeah, kind of, yeah. <laughs> Except like, um, like with a guy from Watch Dogs too, with his his mask is a bunch of old. It's, cu- it's a bunch of cutesy emoji shit. And uh, the guy from Ruiner, and like his mask will like when like he's when he's in a killing mood, his mask will just scroll kill you over and over again. Uh, sometimes commercials will scroll across that thing. It's really weird. By uh, Ruiner <laughs> on Steam. <laughs> eh, eh. Uh, you know all the implications for in-game advertising that go along with that. But uh, no, I've been having a lot of fun with the game. It's a it's a it's a twin stick radial shooter where. You know, there's a lot. You're mixing between melee and shooting uh, as the situation calls for it. Um, the, me- the melee attack is mapped to one button. The the shooting is mapped to another button, and you kind of just switch between the two as you like. There's a huge skill tree uh, to get all these skills, um, and you use skill points. The cool thing about it, though, is you can turn skills on and off. So when you turn off a skill, you get you get back the skill point that's used on that for you different put, situations, and, and you just put it somewhere else. And I thought that was really neat. Uh, so I've been having a lot of fun with that game. Uh, also, I was thinking of buying SteamWorld Dig 2, specifically because the main robot girl in that game has the same name as my mom. So okay. SteamWorld Dig 2 is not procedurally generated like the first one was, which I like because reviews of that game say that it gives, like, more. there's intent behind en- enemy placement and things yeah. of that nature. Yeah. And I like that. Yeah. and I Because I, I'm not going to play that game more than once anyway. Yeah. I watched and I watched the uh, the trailer of that game and I, li- I really liked what I saw. I liked what, the, what I can see the overall presentation of the game is so very much looking forward to that Sinead when you were at Coachella did you play any games uh not at uh Burning Man Coachella no um my uh I was hanging out with Steven and he brought a switch and we talked about playing Mario like he brought it with him uh yes okay Mario what uh Mario Kart mm-hmm. um and uh yeah, it just never happened. We just kept talking about it, and we just kept liking the fact that we could play it. Sure. Um, Sometimes that's just that's just all you need. That's really. enough. Yeah. You know, you don't need to play games. Just yeah. know that you can. Yeah. yeah, when you don't have <laughs> si- when you don't have signal at all for days. Yeah. You know, just knowing that you can. Is that why you weren't responding to anything that we said? Yeah. Oh. I lost signal. A likely excuse. I lost signal like thirty minutes before we got to where we were staying. Hmm. 
There was no signal at all where I was. You were in Utopia, Texas? Yes. Uh, camping on a ranch. Tom uh, and I went to Utopia, Texas uh, when we were in high school thing. once. Mm-hmm. We camped in our cars. I'm pretty sure we saw uh, the Chupacabra that night. They say that, but... Something jumped on the hood of the car. We don't know what it was. It was me. <laughs> we actually think it might have been Lance's drunk un- Uncle Gino. <laughs> <laughs> um, I... I, I think I've mentioned before, I already beat Persona, and I'm playing Persona New Game Plus, because mm-hmm. I love it. Um, and I'm already on the third palace, um, even though I haven't only really got that much time to play. So New Game Plus makes it super easy. Um, I also have been dropping again. Okay. I haven't heard you say that in a while. I thought we were over this. <laughs> oh, so you're no, you're no longer carping? Uh no the uh I beat all of Mag- uh Magikarp Jump yeah I I not really a reason to go back to that game right yeah they they finally stopped making more levels and tiers for it they'll they'll be more you'll be back and oh no like they've like put out like they're done this is it and I have I have done all of it hmm. so I can I can go and like just make like the the world's strongest Magikarp I guess but I don't really want to do that I just want to drop now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sailor Moon Drops has been pretty fun. They updated a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right on. Um, I've been playing like a couple new mobile Otomi games I'll probably talk about in the next couple, couple weeks. I actually have an Otomi that, well, what I believe to be an Otomi that I got in a humble bundle the other day. And I haven't redeemed the key and I figured you'd like it because I'm not going to play it. Was it Hustle Cat or Cat's Hustle? No. Okay. Maybe Cat's a fish. I don't know. Cat, well, it like, just looked like a... Like Hustle Cat or Cat's Hustle. I can't remember how it goes, but I know those two words are in it. Uh, it was in a recent Humble bum- Bundle. So. Were you excited for it? Is that an Otomi? Can you yeah. just say thank you to Ryan? Thank you, Ryan. Sorry, I wasn't trying Jesus. to be grateful. <laughs> oh, also Zombie <laughs> Army Trilogy. I'm playing that too. Fun game. Yeah, we need to get on that you- together. We also need to get a Chinea copy of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> man. <laughs> 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 My... Um, I kind of had a I ha- kind of had a little mini breakdown about not having a computer for the last couple months. Yeah, because when you get a computer, no one can fuck with you. Um, now people fuck with you all the time. Yeah. Well, like they don't I, do the list. Because basically, mm-hmm. basically, like, I, like, like imagine if you had a computer, fr- what, Berta would do I the finish? list. Oop. Oh, 10 minutes, Ryan. Uh, ten minutes. Okay. Good use, by the way. Good <laughs> use of can I finish? We oh haven't my. seen it. We haven't used it in a while. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, I. Uh, like the first week I moved into my apartment, I cracked the screen on my laptop. So not that my laptop is the most like powerful thing, but I do have games on there, and right. I and I miss having a computer. I I'm so tired of looking at everything on my phone and having all the like all the sites I'm looking at and trying to read stuff on. Yeah. Being on the mobile sites, I hate it. Well, and you're and like, I, you know, you see a game, you're like, sure, I wish, sure wish I could play that. I know. Yeah. I know. Like I could play PUBG on my computer. Right. It was fine. Anyways. I mean, if you could play PUBG, there's a lot you could play. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm just saying like, it's not the most powerful thing, but it's like it works. I sure. could play Grand Theft Auto Five on it. Not great, but could. I'm So anyways, I had a little breakdown about uh, with Birdo um, because I was going to... Um, Is way, it on the list? No. Okay. But he, uh, he had like... Eventually, I broke down. He got a screen shipped. He's going to replace it for me sometime this week. I'm super excited to have a computer again. Good I job, Birdo. Do Thank it. you, Birdo. Uh, 
Okay, so we're going to get into this question. This is a question from a listener, uh, Mr. James Sandusky, I believe it is. Uh, real quick, though. Once you finish the quote, you can talk, Ryan. Okay. So he says, okay, so question for y'all. My dad and I have had an argument for years about games. He will see me play an old retro... He will see me play old retro games and ask how I can play them because the graphics are, in quotes, terrible. Uh, I say it's because of the gameplay or the story that I like them. However, he, as well as my cousin, say that graphics make the game. Uh, what is it that y'all feel is the make or break for games between graphics, story, and gameplay? Uh, so... We're going to take a deep dive into this. I'm going to give my response to him, and then I'll see what you guys have to say, just as a general response to this question. I said, Tommy here. Uh, personally, I play games that are old and new for all three of these reasons. Uh, it just depends on what I'm in the mood for. I love games like Bound for its visuals. The gameplay and story are subpar, uh, but I've never seen movement like that in a game. Then there's Gone Home. There's no real gameplay to speak of. And it looks dated the day that it came out, but that story stuck with me. Uh, Tetris has to be one of my favorite games ever, and the only thing good about that is the gameplay. They all three have their merits, and it's hard to say one is more important than the other. That's why Odin Sphere is probably my favorite game of all time. It ticks all three boxes for me. Uh, as for good graphics, well, that fades, right? Uh, I used to think Donkey Kong Country or Unreal or Dead Space had gorgeous graphics, but even Dead Space is starting to show its age. Uh, the art in something like Odin Sphere, Okami, or even Metal Slug will always look good, though. So I think style, you know, art style can be important. Uh, what do you guys think about this, just generally? Um, I we've talked about it on uh, different like kind of topics in the past, just uh, like touching on different points of it. But um, okay. basically, how immersive the game is is how much is how I think is the game is good or not. And the game can be really immersive because of gameplay, just great gameplay sure. to where you can forget about the graphics. Uh, the immersion can just be on the story and the immersion could just be on the visuals. So it's pretty similar to yours. But yeah, like immersion to what I'm doing and how am I, am I enjoying this? Am I wanting to continue to play this? Am I feeling satisfied from it? Is it hitting like a power fantasy? Is it making me feel good? Am I feeling like I'm figuring something out and it's like fun? Like why am I immersed? Why am I playing this? Uh, and any of those could be the reason why. Real, real quick, Ryan, your muscles look big like that. Yeah, that's why I'm the camera. That's why I sit like this. Yeah, because they look big. Yeah, they when do. I do that. I don't work out at all. It's just all natural, baby. Ryan, gen <laughs> general thoughts on gameplay versus graphics versus story. I'd say you could even throw in other things like music in there. Well, see, I think it's interesting that I think it's interesting that his dad has that perspective because, like, like in terms of graphics, like he's playing old games, right? So that shit's relative. Um, you know, I think I, but it is, it is, it's kind of funny because so, but I wouldn't say graphics. I would just say visuals, right? Sure. Because there are games that graphically aren't, aren't great. Right. But like visually still hold up extremely well. Yeah. Uh, and I, and like you said, I think art, art style is definitely a big part of it. Um, and I feel as if when we think of games aging visually, mm -hmm. uh, we, we relegate that largely to 3d games. Um, sure, but but I think that even works with 3D games, right? Like, The Wind Waker has aged better than Twilight Princess, even sure. though Twilight Princess is the newer game. Sure. Uh, I think it, it's... It, it, that is very true. And it's... I think, honestly, as far as, you know, gameplay plus graphics plus, 
you know anything else i think that the more dated the the game looks or whatever i think or the worse the graphics are sometimes the stronger the other two elements have to be to mm-hmm. you know compensate for that um but it also i guess kind of goes for it depends for me like what's the what tone are they going for with this game right like creator's intent yeah like what tone like what tone are you going for with the game you know is that like mutant muds for example oh yeah um there was a very obvious intention with the design of that game uh so you know the graphics they they that was that they're supposed to look like that you know there's the very kind of visual style that they're going for with that game um looks like a super nintendo game yeah uh whereas with uh like we'll take a game like silent hill one right um i could foggy fog yeah uh i could still play that game and be entertained by well entertained is a weird word to use i should say more like terrified by it <laughs> yeah um, i was like th- i like thinking fatal frame yeah is so old now but i i think i would still be like, like i still be creeped it's not a good looking mm-hmm. game by any means but like jumpstick scare could still get you or whatever. yeah like the there there are elements in that game that can still that can still very much affect me the way that they did you know 20 years ago right uh i guess it just it's all the overall design of the game uh Especially with games like that, especially with a game like like Silent Hill one that looks that looks ugly as hell now. So like with with James, like James seems to obviously favor graphics, sure, uh, or no, not graphics, gameplay. He seems to favor gameplay yeah. over over visuals and story. Sure. Uh, what's a old ass game that you think is still just as good as it was back then? Because, Zombies ain't my neighbors. Because of the gameplay. Zombies ain't my neighbors. That's a good-ass answer. Mm. Uh, I was thinking about it, oh, honestly, this entire time. I'm just like... But that game still looks good, though, too. Like, it doesn't look bad, you know? Yeah. If that, ga- if that game came looks- out today, it would still sell. Yeah. I think it, I mean, I think it looks very <clears throat> dated. I played it a couple years ago. I don't think it does, man. The fucking baby still looks creepy as hell. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like... I feel like my nephews wouldn't be interested. Like, I think something more like you guys love River City Ransom, right? Mm-hmm. That game does not look good. Even when it came out, it looked like mediocre, you know? Uh, um, I think, a, I think... I'm going to disagree. Okay. Those knockout faces. <laughs> I think River City Ransom... of art. River City Ransom is, <laughs> is really more of, like, what's going on under the hood of that game. Mm. Uh, like what are all the systems that work? Like you have all the like all the RPG elements and the and the brawling and like the open world element of the game. I think that's what really made the game shine at the time. Yeah. Um, now, as far as games that like are, are like old as hell but still good today, like my mind immediately goes to Doom. Like Doom is visually no longer impressive, right? But like that ga- like that game is still so goddamn good. It's still fun to play. Uh, uh, recently, you and I played a little bit of Quake One. Yeah. And like and, that still holds up. Yeah, it's ugly. It still holds yeah, up. Yeah, but you know that like both of those games have very strong gameplay. Yeah, which you know makes them like I'm I'm I feel almost as if I'm compelled to call it timeless because Doom came out in 1993, uh, which is 20 24 25 years ago now, and that game still feels just as good to me as it did 25 years ago. Right. Um. And I feel confident, I can't say for certain, but I feel confident that 10 years from now, I'll say the same. Yeah. Um, so that's always going to be my de facto answer. And I've, I've said before that I consider Doom to be a perfect video game. So uh, I'd say like Street Fighter 2 is not like, 
at the time it looked fine, but like yeah. even, even other fighters of that generation look better than it. Sure. You know? Yeah. But it holds up better than almost all of them. Sure. Um, there are a few, there were a few games, uh, around the time of Street Fighter 2 that like, that I personally was more, uh, visually impressed by. Like I was, I found, I personally found World Heroes to be more visually impressive because it had more shit going on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it just, it wasn't. It wasn't a cooler game, though. Sure. I mean, even if we think about like in the arcade, right? Yeah. Uh, things like Samurai Showdown, where the camera's panning in and yeah. out, and like the character model, the sprites are huge and all that. Like that game visually is better than Street Fighter. Yeah, II. and that and that. But Street Fighter Two holds up much, much better. That was a very much an SNK thing too. Right. Like a lot of the fighting games that they were putting out then, like they, a lot of them had that. Like Samurai Showdown had that. Art of Fighting had that. Uh, so I think SNK kind of falls into the other camp where, like, a lot of the old SNK games, like Metal Slug, for instance, uh, still looks fantastic. Yeah. You know, uh, what, what's a game like that that's old that you think because of the visual style, not necessarily modern technology and graphics, yeah. but because of the visual style still holds up? Um, shit, I recently looked at Contra 3, and I still think that game looks pretty Contra still looks all right, yeah. Uh, Contra, like I, I really think that game still looks like really, really great. Um, you ever played Co- Contra Four? No. DS exclusive. Huh. Mm-hmm. Really cool. Huh. Yeah. You, you use the verticality of the, the top and bottom screen. Huh. Yeah. That's, that's really that is cool. Today. Uh, for games. This is a video game show. Yes. Yes. Oh yes. <laughs> Sorry, I thought we were talking about movies and books. <laughs> uh... I just, I mean, a lot of things I'm thinking about are just like, mm. I'm feeling got anything. That's all right. Yeah, I don't have you anything. Know. I like no, nothing new to really add. It, as, far, as far as like, because I feel like a lot of the games I'm thinking about, you can argue that the graphics still look good, just like you did, mm-hmm. uh, like Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Yeah, sure, but like you look at something like like Pitfall doesn't look good. Yeah, right. If that came out today. It would probably not do well, you know, largely based on on the visuals. So yeah, the gameplay is kind of lacking by today's standards. But uh, you know, Space Invaders doesn't really look good anymore, right? right? <laughs> but the game that that design is still solid. That design is still solid, sure. Um, you know, I recent, I pretty recently, like within the past couple of months or so, uh, played Skitchen. Oh wow! Um, and that game, like. And I went into that with my memory of that game as a 10-year-old mm. uh, and came back to it. And I was like, man, this this game visually hasn't aged at all. Or aged well at all, rather. Yeah. Uh, but that game is still really fun. Um, it's just... It, that's the thing, too. It's like you... It's hard to... Uh, it's hard to know whether or not you're, the gameplay is going to stand the test of time, right? Because you're kind mm. of living... Like you're living in it, so it's kind of like it's hard to say, and I, I, it's kind of weird to think about like games that we're like really impressed by now, um, you know, looking dated someday. And that's why I brought up games like Dead Space, uh, Dead Space, or Donkey Kong Country for that matter. Like both those games, I thought were gorgeous when they came out. You know, yeah. And the last time I played Dead Space, which was not long ago. Uh, I finally started to be like, this is starting to look not as great as I remember. Yeah. You know? So I think for, you know, James' dad and cousin uh, saying that they, they pick games for, for graphics, well, like, okay, well, you're loving Destiny today or whatever it might be. Yeah. In two years, are you going to hate Destiny just because it doesn't visually look as, as good, you know? Yeah. 
Um, yeah. Uh, Spyro the Dragon is another one I was thinking about. That game does not look good. You think that looks good? No, I think it doesn't look good, but okay. the gameplay was solid. Like, catching all those eggs yeah, and then cool. those, like, racing ones when you had to, like... You're going to get a remaster, I bet you. Oh, sure. Hopefully. I see that happening. I, I, thought, I, I thought it was, like, a super solid kid game. But here's the thing. That's Activision, right? They brought that crash, so... Yeah. I mean, they brought my Spyro kind of with the Skylanders because they were part of that universe yeah. thing. Yeah. They did do... They did release another... Like, re-released a Spyro Skylander, so that was kind of cool. Hey, so more recently, though... Played Rage, mm-hmm. uh, and that that game came out in what twenty twelve. I don't remember. Like pretty re- more recently than all the other games that we mentioned, mm-hmm. and even still, I remember playing it. And like the character models looked okay, but like like looking at the environments, like man, a lot of this, like the 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 uh, indoor environment specifically, odd textures. Yeah, like there's textures that don't hold up in that game. Yeah, it's like it just it look. I was like, man, this looks a little rough. Sure. Um, you know, and it's, it's, it's funny because that I'm only five years removed from that game, but like, it just, it's, that's what I'm talking about though. Like five years ago, like that was, that was the standard, right? That was, you know, that was, that was released at the end of a console cycle. So, you know, I thought it looked amazing then. Uh, and then, you know, I'm playing it today and it's just, it doesn't. It, like visually doesn't hold up, but the gameplay that again that ge- the gameplay of that game is still, you know, really fun, really fun. Now, what about this? Let's 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 flip it. So, what is a game that like whose gameplay didn't age well? Hmm, that's a good one. Uh, Goldeneye. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, like I couldn't tell you how many hours of that game I played. It was along with along with probably most people that yeah. you know played that game. I mean, people were crazy about it. Yeah. And, like, those controls just don't work. Yeah. Uh, you you were with me when we were at, at a local uh, retro game store. I picked up Duke Nukem A Time to Kill, sure. a game that I loved as a kid. Yeah. Popped it in and, like, yeah, I can't I can't play can't games play. like that anymore. Yeah. Uh, right Stick to Look? No? I don't remember. I think it's Tank Controls, yeah. but I don't remember. Yeah. Uh yeah, and I remember loving that game too, but I I just I don't think that I could go back to it. You know? Yeah. Um, there are some games that are hard to go back to. Echo the Dolphin. I don't know. I don't know if I'll ever play it again. I hated that game at the time, man. Yeah, I think like technology <laughs> definitely. You, you see that a lot with with games that iterate on tech early on. Sure. Uh, when we first got dual sticks, people don't really know how to use them, so a lot of those games control like garbage, right? Yeah. Uh, we're seeing it now with VR. Like if VR continues. Which it likely will in some fashion. Uh, a lot of these early VR games, people probably won't look back on too fondly. Uh, you know, the Connect game, that Star Wars Connect game, that gameplay was garbage. Oh, that game was garbage. Yeah, yeah. The pod racing, like was, that. That, that game pod, was never good. That pod racing part was cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. With I feel like, oh man, I feel like that. As far as like visually aging, I feel like that's gonna hit VR like extra hard. Yeah. Um. Because screen door and all that, yeah, and it's gonna it's when when the when the tech advances like over the course of the next decade or so, like coming back to these early these early experiences is gonna be really difficult. Well, it's not even the tech advancing. Well, with visuals it is right, at least to some extent. But yeah. like, I think just uh, people learning how to use the tech, learning sure. how to use new tech. Right? It was it was a little bit before we used left stick to walk and right stick to look. You know, yeah. it took a little, it took a minute. Yeah. Uh, but people will figure it out. Um, story. 
That's the other thing he brings in. What's yeah. what's something that you've played just for story? Maybe it's an ugly game. Maybe the gameplay's not great, but the story is really good. That's um, most of the games I play. I was about to say, yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, most of the games that I play. I wouldn't play. say the visuals are necessarily bad in the games you play. They're just not impressive, right? Uh, some of them are bad. Like, right. Especially like the... My Horse Prince. Especially like the indie Atomi games. Yeah. Pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, but you're yeah. there for the story. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a visual novel and not there. Like, I mean, novels don't have to be very pretty because most of the time they're just words. Yeah. Uh, I feel like a lot of the times it was games that, if like I'm playing specifically for the story, it's because, you know, a lot of people freaked out over the story and like really like, or like a lot of people, you know, recommended it to me. So I just went in specifically for the story and I feel like that might've, uh, and some, in some cases kind of maybe colored my perception a little bit. Um, L.A. Uh, Noir is the game that I played specifically on the premise of the story. Yeah. But that game was visually impressive at the time. Oh, for sure. It, I, I'm glad that it ended up being that way. I'm just saying, like, I before then, I wasn't really a fan of any Rockstar games at all before that. Yeah. And so L.A. Noir is kind of like the first one that got me into, like, meh, they can make stuff. Like, Fuck yeah, they can. Like, kind of like get my, get my bias to be gone. Hmm. Um, And so, yeah, that one was specifically because it's like, I want to be a dirty cop. Yeah. Hell yeah. I want to be a terrible yeah. cop. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah. Like, the, I mean, it's, while it's not a bad looking game in my eyes, like, I went into The Last of Us specifically because of the story. Oh, yeah. That's a great looking game. Um, Even the original PS3 launch of that game was really good. Like, I went into that game specifically because of the story because I just, I really wanted to experience uh, that narrative. Um, and I'm pretty sure, and like my my whole interest in the game, you know, Thomas was alone is all about because of what I what I believe the narrative probably is in that game, you know. Um, yeah, Thomas was alone is a good answer. Like the gameplay is definitely there in that game, yeah. But visually, it's just a bunch of squares and rectangles. Sure, you know. Um, and there are, there are games that have you know, that that have like a very like minimal amount of you know, gameplay or interaction. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like Shanae was talking about visual novels or the games that, uh, that you, the, the game, uh, Lifeline that you and I were. Oh yeah. That's that. a really good one, dude. So for those who don't know, we did an old check it out on a game called Lifeline. I think there's three of them now, four of them now. Yeah, something like that. Uh, or it's like, there's then there's several games in this genre now. It's a mobile game where like you get these text messages from some, some character and that's literally all it is, is text, but it unravels a, a large story as it goes on. Yeah. Um, you know, and that game is just like, it's all story. So if like, that's a real good answer. And if, if the story isn't, is the story isn't hitting you, then you're going to bounce right off of it, you know? Sure. Uh, I'm going to say, uh, Game of Thrones Telltale game. Yeah. Because the visual's not great on it. Gameplay. Yeah. Not that great. Sure. Yeah. But I really wanted to know more about this universe and the I wanted to be games a part in general, of it. right? Yeah, they can't. Yeah. Uh, with, with their games, like they can't, like they, they can't survive if there's no story. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Basically, um, and so. like that's the whole that's their whole that's thing. That's a good answer too. Um, is like if any if there's a like I haven't played personally I haven't played a Telltale game whose story I wasn't like at least somewhat into. But you never played the Jurassic Park game? No, I never <laughs> played it. Uh, is that, that's not that bad. That's more that's more old school point and click. That's before you know they were doing basically a choose your own adventure movie. You know, 
like with Back to the Future, it was how does this thing react to that thing, you know, which they've since stopped almost completely. Do you feel like point and click works now? Yes, absolutely, I do. Uh, it's for a certain audience, but it isn't everything. Yeah. You know? Sure. That audience might not be huge, but they're there. Yeah. Uh, so I used Odin Sphere as my example for something that, you know, checks all these marks. And, and for me, that's what makes a really fantastic game, right? Odin Sphere's art style, even the PS2 version, still looks good. If yeah. that game came out today, if that game, game comes out in 10 years from now, it's still going to look good. Sure. How, uh, many, how many discs was it? Again? I don't know. It's still going to play good. I feel like uh, it, I don't know. I feel like it was one. You know, the music's still going to be it? good. Oh yeah, well, the story like... is still going to be good. Uh, what what is a game like that for you guys? What is something that you think like ticks all those boxes? Visual, story, gameplay, whatever it might be. Shit. Um, I know it's hard to answer like on the spot, but well, because like I like all the games that I can think of, like I know that they're going to look old. Yeah, at some point. Uh, and they but like, like the examples I gave him, like I know you you're not super into it, but like Okami is like that's always that's probably always going to look pretty good, yeah. You know, um, you know, I feel like Wind Waker, uh, Wind Waker. definitely hits all those boxes for me. I think that I feel I feel like that uh, the visual style of that game is charming as hell, and I don't I don't think I'll, I could ever. I can't conceive of getting tired of looking at that game. And the gameplay holds up, the right? Game, yeah. Um, and the story is, is really cool too. So it's like, you know, the, just the whole story of this, you know, this, this island boy, like going off on this grand adventure. Yeah, a lot of people know, say and, Wind Waker has the best story. Um, it's just, it's just really, it's just really cool to me, you know? Yeah. Uh, I think that Wind Waker would probably be that one. Shanae, hmm. you got anything? Uh, my, I was actually, going to say like a lot of legend of zelda games i feel like can fit that bill yeah. but a lot of them will age though right like a lot of 3d ones there, oh, will, there yeah. will come a point where skyward sword doesn't really look good uh twilight princess already kind of doesn't look good ocarina I of time doesn't look good at all yeah i think that like there'll also still be that nostalgia factor and like the gameplay would make it's kind of like and to have it just be kind of a stylized thing so in that's people's minds. that's it's cool you bring that up because that's something that i wanted to get into is like um uh, like people look back on like old retro games like NES, SNES, and like that art style, people still appreciate, right? Pixel art, people still appreciate. But then we get into low poly games, right? Thirty-two bit, sixty-four bit, low poly three D games. Will there come a time where people look back on those fondly from a visual perspective? Will people be as into low poly three D models as they were are into pixel art today? Like, like, will people be making new low poly games? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Well, there, we've seen some of them, like, uh, not to, to talk about it again, but, like, Devil Daggers is a low-poly modern sure, game. Sure, sure. Uh, uh, yeah, I think that there's definitely going to be uh, definitely going to be an audience for that, right? Because I... Uh, we just need more time, or what? I, I don't know what it is. Um, I think that, um, like, what was that, what was that, uh, that game that came out that was, like, basically a, like, a, like a Resident Evil fan project? Uh, I feel like Contagion or something like that. I don't know. Uh, But it was basically like, it was this low poly game that was basically Resident Evil. Yeah. Uh, And people seem to, like, from what I could understand, people seem to kind of uh, appreciate that. Uh, And I think that there is some nostalgia for it, but I think that it's like, it's, I feel like the the audience for that is going to actually be smaller than the, uh, than uh, the people who are really into pixel art, because I just think like overall, it's just kind of less charming. Sure. Um, because there, there are things, there are ways to make 
to make to take pixel art and have that sh- shit still look cool. Right. Like uh, River City Ransom Underground, for example. Like yeah, that, that shit still looks cool. Like, Any Capcom fighter, right? Yeah. Any of the. Uh, like Street Fighter Three Alpha series, like those are all still look awesome. But, like as far as low poly, like I don't care how many frames you add to it, it's still not going to look that great. Right. Uh, so like then you have to then I guess like the question is like like what is like what is the end game with that then like what is the point of doing that? Yeah. Um, because I feel like anybody who anybody who was playing those games like they were playing them because like that's as good as games looked at the time. Right. Uh, and they're, those are the kind of people who always want. It's just like, like you look at something like recent Call of Duty games and like in 20 years, are people going to look back on those and say, man, that, that art style, that, 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 you know, like that, you know, like, is that going to be a thing? I think that is probably going to be less of a thing once that, because we talked about it before, like there's going to be a point where it just, levels off right um and i think that'll i mean that might be a thing at some like when people are going to look back at, at uh, the first modern warfare and be like yikes but see and part of me thinks that we're there but like there's been several times throughout my life where i thought we were there yeah when i saw donkey kong country i didn't think games were ever going to look that good yeah like I, I didn't think anything would ever look better than that you know yeah but like there's a uh, and it's funny to think about that now like how ridiculous is that you know but like but like at the same time it's like how real can you make something look right? yeah uh, yeah. there's got, there's got to be, there, there has to be, like, I don't know where it is, uh, because there's always like those little details that they like build on top of, right? Like maybe we'll put more strands of hair in mm-hmm. there, or maybe we'll, uh, we'll add some wrinkles to the skin or something. There's always like that small detail well, I, bought, I can add, but, but like what, what happens when we run out of those little details then? I don't know. I think there's always more details, right? You th- I th- think about a game like Bound and I talk about Bound's movement and the Bound is a pretty low poly game. Right. Uh, but the movement's fantastic, and there are so many individual moving things at one time. Like, on any given screen, there's, like, hundreds of things moving sure. individually, right? But they're all low poly. So, like, the next step is to make that many, like, highly textured objects that can move at once. Like, I don't know. Yeah. You know? Um, but, uh, but, I mean, I've, what I think is that at, at some point we will get there. Sure. Uh, we will get, we'll, like, we'll get to the point where it's, like okay, well, what do we improve upon now? Uh, like, how do we make this look more real than it looks now? Yeah. Uh, I mean, we're not, it's not like we're going to go to FMV because, I mean, we tried that and, like... Well, we're doing that more now yeah. than we have been in a long time. But I don't think that's ever going to be... Hellblade, right? Yeah, but I, at the same time, I don't think... But Hellblade is like the FMV... This The FMV is there to, like, kind of complement the the 3d assets in the game sure uh as opposed to it being like the main focus like you know like a game like sewer shark or something yeah um you know i don't think that fmv is ever going to be to the point where it it was where it was at the early 90s where it was like people like you know fmv is always a good idea that's a sound investment because that's as realistic as you can make it right but i just i don't think that we're i don't know man i think like when you think about like playlink yeah uh and games like uh, Night Trap, yeah. like I think you could do FMV through PlayLink in a very interesting way. And at that point, you're not having to render anything really, you know. But don't get me wrong; I, I never think that that will be the standard. Sure. I don't, you know, well, I, don't I think, think that, all games I think will that ever be if, that. If if we get more FMV, it's going to be relegated to like a specific <clears throat> genre or something. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I think that there's going to be a lot of point-and-click adventure games that are FMV. If that if like if if FMV comes back in the way that it was like in the early nineties, I think that like a lot of it's going to be kind of the same as it was in the early nineties, where a lot of it was like point and click adventure shit. Yeah. 
Um, but I think that we're, at one point we're going to level off and we're just going to say, okay, well, now we're at the point where this game here looks as good as the game as a game that came out five years prior. And maybe, and then I'm sure that at some point we'll, we'll, somebody's going to find some like huge advance to like make games look even better at sure. like somehow. And then like we'll kind of be back where we are now. But, uh, so you had messaged us. We do a group text. You messaged me, <clears throat> uh, both of us yesterday talking about Ruiner and saying, I can't wait to talk to you guys about Ruiner. And I said that I was, uh, surprised to hear that. Right. And in thinking about it, like, I probably shouldn't have been surprised. The reason I was surprised is that everybody I hear talking about Ruiner is saying that it's definitely style over substance. Uh, it's a very flashy game. It looks really cool. The environments are cool. But as far as the gameplay there, it's kind of just middle of the road. Um, but, like, I shouldn't have thought that because I know you're into this whole, you know, neon future shit. Yeah. Uh, but is that it? Like, is that why you like Ruiner? Is mostly for the for the style of that game, or I feel like that's that's definitely what initially attracted me to the game. Yeah, um, especially like before I had any any hands on it. Before when we saw when we saw that uh, that trailer at uh, during uh, Devolver's E3 thing, mm-hmm. uh, I was like, man, that looks badass. I want to get more of that. Yeah, I, I mean, I thought the same thing. Um, and then you know, I then actually playing it. There is, I like games, like, it's kind of like what Shanae says about, like, power fantasies, right? I mm-hmm. like games that, like, make me feel like an unstoppable badass. Right. Uh, and I feel that Ruiner very much does that, like, time and again, especially with how many guys it's throwing at you. Yeah. Like, it's, it does different things to keep that going. Uh, and I understand that, like, on, like, on service level, there are a lot of people who feel like, no, it's kind of just, it's... It's kind of shallow or it's just kind of, it's just average, right? But there's just a lot of twin stick shooters these days. But I think that when you take an, when you take an existing concept like that, it very much matters like what you can layer on top of it. And I think that with Ruiner, a lot of it is that's, that style that they, that they evoke in that game. Sure. Um, like the, the sound, like the colors that they use, like there's a lot of red and blacks in that game. Yeah. Uh, there's, you know, and then also like the little camera tricks, right? Like, 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 find, like, for example, you, you kill a guy, his gun flies up in the air, camera slows down, you run over and catch it, mm. you, you start shooting and everything speeds back up again. Right. Like, it's shit like that, that, you know, gets those dopamine receptors firing off, yeah. you know? So, Style. Yeah. So, a lot of that, like, with that, like, a lot of that is the style. Mm. Um, I feel like that game is going to, uh, visually, it's going to age, like, like a lot sooner than I would like it to, mm-hmm. but uh, as of right now, it's 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 a really great experience. Sure. So. No, I'm well, glad you're enjoying it. That sounds yeah, sounds dope. Yeah, I'm gonna like after the show, I'm gonna boot that shit up so you guys can see it. Uh, I guess that's I'm, like I'm excited. I guess that's where, uh, you know, I guess inevitably that's where we could go. Last is like. You know, there's no right or wrong answer to to James's question. Sure. Like, this, if you if you play games just for graphics, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And if you play games just for gameplay or just for story, there's nothing wrong with that. You yeah. know. It does. It does kind of make me feel disappointed when I have come across those people because, especially working in like a retail place for a while, and people just talking about like, oh, that <clears> game like looks terrible or whatever. Yeah. Now. And it's just like, well, okay. 
it still plays fine. It still yeah. it's still fun. It still has value. But you can and see it, like the fact that you might not be as immersed into a game if it just looks fucking gross, right? Oh, well, I mean, if it just looks terrible, yeah. There's there's a lot of there's there's games like that. I'm yeah. not saying there's not. But like that, I I looked at it and I was just like, I am never going to play that. It looks like hot garbage. Yeah. But like saying something that is like known to be a good game. There's that cowboy game that we keep coming across that a lot of people are speaking highly of. I think it's called West of Loathing, um, and it's basically stick figures. And critically, it's, it's doing extremely well. Yeah, I can't do it. People seem to really enjoy that game, and I'm like, I don't want to play that. It, I don't want to play it with how it looks. I don't. I'm saying something like Dead Space. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. oh, Dead Space showing its, its age. But it's no so, different, though. No, I'm saying showing its age a little bit and then just saying that you that like it can't be a good game or sure. that, like, like, just basically just shitting on games because yeah. they're not, like, how, like, the question. But can you it, argue, I mean, can you really argue that it's not more enjoyable, right? Dead Space, Dead Space when it came out and graphics and gaming being where it was at that point, where Dead Space was a gorgeous looking game was probably more enjoyable then than it is now. At least to some people. <clears throat> I'm not saying that you can't like value graphics. I just it makes me disappoint it makes it like makes me disappointed that they're not like that the people I come across that aren't willing They might be missing out on a good experience. Yeah, they sure, might be missing sure. like don't just shit on something. I'm not i I'm not saying don't have an opinion and you can't just like graphics and you need that for your immersion. Right. If you do, that's fine. Just don't shit on other people's stuff. Is yeah. basically what I'm trying to come up to. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't think we're like talking about anybody. Oh, that's a bad game because of how it looks. You know, like I don't think West of Loathing is a bad game. Clearly, it's a very good game. Uh, it's just I don't I don't want to look at that. Yeah. I don't. Uh, and I there have been games where uh, like you know a game that might have been recommended to me. Like uh, there's a game that Tom's gonna do for check it out uh, next week. That it's like a it's a fighting game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was I was looking at the video for that game. Uh, that style isn't for me. Um, but like, I bet I, 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 uh, I theorize that if I were to actually play the game, like it would probably feel really good, but I just probably wouldn't enjoy looking at it. Yeah. I, I probably would have never played Hidden Folks if you didn't give yeah. that to me. Yeah. Uh, cause just cause I was like, just cause A, I don't, I don't really like do like hidden object video games. I've always just like done books and stuff. Yeah. And B, it pro- it's not colorful or pastel, so I probably wouldn't have given it a second class. Yeah. <laughs> but it gives I'm a very glad- Gary Larson feel to it. I'm glad though. I'm glad that you, I'm, thank you again for giving that to me. It, it was, you hate it. It's fine. It's whatever, you know. I beat it. <laughs> I beat it. And, I, and at one point I was playing it and I couldn't find something and I yelled for Berta to come over Did here. Did you find I'm, everything? Yes. You bitch. <laughs> Uh, and that's a game that I like. I would that will be a check it out at some point. I feel like that's a game that I would probably only play over here. I probably I can't. I'm telling you, you you everybody download Hidden Folks. Okay, you get up early on your weekend. Get your you coffee. get your cup of coffee yeah. and you just chill with that game. Maybe a podcast on in the background. Mm-hmm. Maybe the Safe Continue podcast doesn't have to be just a suggestion. Yeah. And it's you know it's a, it's a good time. Yeah, it's a good time. I mean, I I had I, I had fun looking for objects with Shanae. I just don't feel like I would have fun looking for objects by myself. Yeah. Because I like, think it's, everything's it's ki- fun. It's kind of like what Shanae was saying. It's like, it's not very colorful. So, like, it wouldn't hold my attention for very long because I'm a child. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you are a child, though. <laughs> no, I was talking about, like, going through, like, this, like the library on, on like, Steam. I probably wouldn't have given it a second glance because it's, like, it's not colorful or right. so. 
Sure. Uh, and I actually liked the art style. That's what got me to look at it. Oh, well, if, yeah. you, if you go through, it just says, like, Hidden Folks in, like, yeah. the bubble letters. So I didn't really, like, I didn't look at more of it because it just had the one picture on there. Well, it looks like your Daniel Johnson sticker. Sort of, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Shanae? Yes. What do you want to promote? Oh, I'm excited. Okay. So, um, I have... I have only ever watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer in, like, sporadic episodes on TV, and I'm, and I'm watching it right now for the first time. Yes. And I'm listening, Shanae. I, I, because, right, because this is how I, I, because this is how crazy I am, I was, like, on season one, halfway through, and then immediately went and tried to find an episode by episode review of Buffy the Vampire Slayer so I could listen to a podcast about Buffy the Vampire Slayer when I couldn't watch it. Why not? Yeah. Um, did you find one? I did, and it has the best name. Uh, Is it called Buffy Business? Buffering the Vampire Slayer. Mm, mm. Like it's a good name. Yeah, for a podcast. It's a good name. Yeah, it's all right. Um, one of the ladies on there, uh, she, her name's Janine Owen Youngs. Um, she actually did has done one of my favorite uh, cover songs like ever, and I will listen to it years ago. And I heard her voice, and I'd forgotten about it, um, and immediately was reminded, and I was like, "Oh my god, that was so amazing!" So it's pretty. F- so uh, it's her and her wife. Um, my wife, <laughs> Borat. <laughs> so it's her, yeah. uh, it's her and her wife going through it. Um, it's pretty, uh, pretty fun. They have like some guests that have like worked in like film industry, and they talk about some of the other stuff. They also just talk about. Um, because they were the same age as Buffy when the show was out, like, really what their opinion of what was going around them and their opinion of, it, like, the show then and kind of just, like, how they've evolved and now looking back on it. And I tried to watch it. I can't get into it. Um, the f- first season's real hard. Yeah, that's all I've Why? watched. Why? Like, what? what like, uh, it's, it's, like, just nothing happened? Well, like... I'll, I'll talk about have that. Have you seen the movie, Shanae? Have you seen the original movie? I will talk about that after the podcast because that's, that's a whole other topic. But, uh, yeah, Buffering the Vampire Slayer, if you are into uh, listening to girls talk about Buffy. Also, Angel. Right, girls. Yeah, that, women, that, isn't that the women, show? Isn't women that, talking about Buffy. Isn't that the show what where Angel comes from? Angel. Yeah, Michael uh, Borianez. Um, Borianez. That's the, that's the original like, Arrow Flash. Yeah. All right, I'm going to be... <laughs> I, I, liked, I liked Angel... I liked Angel the most. Uh-huh. Because he was sexy? In season yeah. one. Did you find him attractive? Did you no. Find, do you find Michael no. Borian as attractive? He he looks like he came out of the womb looking 40. Wow. Um, wow. Sorry, Michael. <laughs> um, or is it I, David Borian as? But then... I wonder if uh, he's verified. But I, I don't know. So far, I like the storylines. I think they're I think they're interesting. Cool. Um, I think it's David Borian I like, as. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's probably things that I really wouldn't think about too terribly much about the show. Like, um, there's like monsters that really represent other struggles um as far as like going through like life mm-hmm. um and i like that they don't really uh baby the audience as like other uh like tv shows do like they don't like this is the joke Ta-da. and <laughs> and like and it's, just, it's just like yeah and like uh there's like a lot of things about the writing like uh they made up a lot of the jokes that like didn't exist at all during that time but like only for buffy so like to help with it being dated wait like, when does the show take place uh, it's it's actually over twenty years old now. So modern times back then. So nineties, mid nineties. Uh, yeah, two like thousands. How yeah, many actual vampires are on 2000s. that show? Uh, thank Shanae. you very much. 
How many actual vampires One, are on two, that show? Three, four, five, six. Of the six Buffy video games, how many have you played? None yet. Okay. Do they None all star, star Sarah Michelle Geller? Well, she is on the cover of most of them, but I don't know that they all do. Okay. Oh, gosh. She's I so feel like, I feel like some of them must be based off the movie because of their, their release date. How, how do you fig? Some of them were significantly like, older. Like from like the 80s? Well, no, but like 90s. early 90s. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I'm wrong. Actually, they're all from the 2000s. Did you did you establish whether or not you had actually seen the movie? Uh, she doesn't want to talk about it here. Oh, okay. she don't want to talk about it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, season one and the movie and all of that is what I wanted to talk about later because I was going to expand upon it. Okay. Off. But uh, I have... hold on. I mean, we can make an episode for you to talk about Buffy if you want to do that. Do you want to do that? You want to talk about Buffy? But uh, today's uh, Buffy hour. Here's the catch, though, Shanae. You have to buy. The, if we do that episode, you have to have at least played one of the Buffy games. Mm, Let me get to season yeah. five because I'm 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 more than I'm about well, no I'm about half. I'm gonna lose three. interest by then. Oh, I've only been watching it for like a week and a half, and yeah. I'm already almost finished season three. But I'm starting Give to lose interest week. now. <laughs> 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 all right, guys, that's all I got about Buffy. All right, uh, take us out, Tom. Bye bye. We love you guys. Uh, if you want to contact us, email us at savecontinuepodcast at gmail.com. Or? Uh, or you can find us on Facebook, Instagram. Um, How do they find us on Facebook and Instagram? Uh, because we are on as Save Continue Pod. Cast. Cast? Oh, that's podcast? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know our social media stuff. <laughs> um, You're still high from Coachella. Oh, real quick. Hold on. My phone's going to make a noise. Give me a second. Give me a second here. What? Just give me a second here. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, you can also just, you know, reach out to us on our our um own social medias. Yeah. Um, Shanae's I, verified. Uh, on Facebook. So there's not many Shanae Howards. Yeah. Uh, How many are there? Uh, not many. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh real, real quick. Ghetto Nerd Society. Uh-huh. Uh listen to the the show and he, he says, you know, we really helped him get through the work day. And I think that's really awesome. That's and awesome. I'm glad. Hey, thanks. thanks for listening, man. We're glad we can help out. And, uh, yeah, anybody who's like messaged us, uh, Don't Tommy's mess normally us. the one who uh, responds on social media. He's a lot better about it than I am. Um, Remember and, when you were going to run all the social medias? Yeah. Well, that didn't, that yes. didn't happen, obviously. That's that's not the point right now. The point is, <laughs> I, we appreciate it. <laughs> Even if not all of us like contribute as much, it, like, we all share it when we do see the stuff, and I... Like, yeah, when you send something that I think is worthy, I send it to these guys. <laughs> yeah, all right. Which is, which is everything. <laughs> You're losing them. <laughs> <laughs> which is everything, because, yeah, it's nice to hear, so it's like... Makes so, you feel good. I feel well, good. not only that, it's just like, we want to respond, so if like we say anything that like you think that is incorrect, mm-hmm. or something you want to expand upon... Don't correct me. I've told you this before. <laughs> uh, we all talk about it, and it's pretty fine. So, thank you guys. We hope you have a great week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.